What is up, my beautiful people? How is everybody doing? Um, I know it's been quite some time since I've made my first podcast. It's been close to a month. And um, for those who do not know, um, I just recently bought a home. So that kind of like tucked me off of my square. You know, when I initially went went under the process of like buying a home, that was my thought. Like, you know, once I buy this home, I'm just going to get back to doing my podcast. You know, thinking that it was going to be about a month or two and, and turned out to be almost a year. So <laughs> I just recently closed a month ago, February 26th. Um, so I'm getting settled in. I've actually recorded this a bunch of times. There's just so much information. So I'm just trying to not make it like, you know, like I'm just going on a rant here. I'm just trying to bring youthful information to those who, you know, might not know their options. And for those who's interested in hearing about the process. So um, we could start there. You know, the process, which I do not agree with, with home buying. I just know, like, I thought about when I closed my home, there was just a lot of people who was just like, if I knew what I knew then, if I knew, you know, a lot of people don't know that this is, a, this is an option. But before we get into all of that, I just want to say, because I understand that there are a lot of people that are interested in buying homes, but I just, and I'm not, you know, people might be like, that ain't your place, that ain't your business, but just be real with yourself about what you want. I just feel like Instagram pushes us into places and pushes pushes us into things that we're not actually interested in. So if you just want a house supposed to picture, just be like I have a home. This might not be for you because owning a home is madly expensive, um, like really expensive, and 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 it's a ride. Like you're you're in it. It's not like an apartment. You cannot call your landlord to fix your toilet. Um, you cannot call your landlord to fix the locks on your doors. You have to pay for every single thing. You maintain your home. But then what I also will say when I say that, I'm going to flip it over here because I just feel like once I closed my home, I felt a lot of people projecting. And what I want to say about that is don't let anyone project their fears onto you or let you think it's not impossible. Because what I'm realizing is a lot of people never took that jump is because they're afraid. <laughs> they're scared of the what if. Oh, you bought a house? That's mad expensive. Like, how do you know it's expensive? You've never owned one before. <laughs> I understand, you know, we hear, you know, things from people. And oh, and let's get this straight. Owning a home, yes, it can be expensive. Of course, it's expensive if, you, if your garage breaks, if your roof breaks. That's not a couple of hundred dollars, four or five hundred dollars. That's a couple of thousand. I think the median like the average price for a roof is 8k starting so yes it can be expensive but that should not detour you like like from you know from not doing what you want to do from not believing in yourself and believing it is possible if anything that should just motivate you more get that home and get to that bag like period point blank like get more money like i just feel like if you are in a comfortable place in your life and you want to grow Maybe that's the leap you should take because you, I mean, you, you can't just be on chill mode. It's not a chance for you to slip into a place of um, being comfortable. You could, I'm not going to lie. You can, but depending on how you want to live and with Instagram, most people want to live, you know, like really like kind of flashy. So I just doubt that most people around my age is going to get a home and slip into a place where they're just comfortable and where they just, you know, I don't know. Most people are just bossing up these days. So I just believe if this is something you want, you're going to make it work, period, point blank. People make it work for what they want. And that's all I just wanted to say. Like, if it's for you, go get it. But if it's not, just really be honest with yourself about what you want. 
Okay, now moving on. So um, first, I just wanted to come and I just wanted to talk about the whole process of home buying. Because like I said, I just don't think a lot of people understand how it works. And I don't think a lot of people know their options. So, you know, a lot of people, the traditional, you know, way of what was taught to us about how to home buy was that you buy a home, you need about 20, I mean, 20% down of this home. You know, you just need a shit ton of money, basically the bottom line. And that's just not what it is today. Depending on who you are working with, and let me say your team is very crucial to you winning. Do not let, don't get it, don't get it confused that you, that you work for them. It's not that way. So they work for you. Like don't let them tell you. Don't let nobody redline you. I believe that is what that is. When a person try to confine you to a certain neighborhood, they are still doing that. There are people. There are lenders. There are realtors that will try to put you in a certain area. Don't let nobody do that. This is your money. This is your life. This is not, you know, this is 2021. Like, move around. You know, come up off them and find somebody that's going to help you be who you want to be and where you need to be. Um. So, yeah. So, like, find you a good team. Do research. If you know someone who's bought a house, ask them to recommend you people. If you do not, um, you can reach out to me. I don't mind recommending my team. Like, my team was great. I love the people that I worked with. Um, but if you, you know, want to find your own team, that's cool too. I just say do research. Me personally, I wanted to work with people of my color. You know, I want to give that to my people. And also too, I feel like, like my realtor, he was super duper good. And I'm a single woman shopping for a place and, you know, certain areas, like I was never interested in looking in the city, but you know, I did on some parts like over East and, you know, some houses popped up. I did go look at them just, you know, you know, I just feel like, you don't want that to be like, I should have looked at that house. So, you know, I just, you know, went and looked at it. And he was really honest. She was like, okay, I'm going to keep it real. You don't want to be over there. This is a nice area. Blase, blase. So just get get a team that, you know, looks just looking out for you, especially if you're not a woman, a person, not a woman, but anybody that's not familiar with, you know, outside of where you grew up. Because I just really wasn't familiar with most areas outside of where I grew up. But I never wanted to be in the city outside of where I grew up. I wanted to be in the burbs. That was, you know... My whole thought when I first started looking was like, either way, I could have went north and I could have went south. I could have went anywhere. Um, So, yeah. So, you know, initially you start, you gather your team. And then, you know, your first step is to be pre-approved. So you go and you go get pre-approved. You know, you have a lender look over all of your documents and they'll tell you, you know, what the them. Um, Also, let me say this. Do not let anyone charge you for their services up front. Walk away. I'm telling you. They, your realtor is a free service. He get paid at the end of the transaction. So anybody who you work with, I'm just saying this because I've heard of people being scammed. If anybody you work with is telling you that you need to pay them a, a fee up front, walk away. Your lender does not, you do not pay your lender any money. You do not pay anyone any money when you start this process. You pay them the money after you've gone on a contract and everything gets moving. But initially nothing, you know, everybody's just doing this in their free time. Okay, so you work with your lender, they'll tell you what you pre-approved for, then you go and you find your realtor. My realtor and my lender, they knew each other, which was a very huge plus for me, but in most cases, your realtor and your lender is not going to know each other. You're going to go find your lender, and then you're going to go find your realtor, and you're going to connect the two. So hopefully, I don't I don't really know about relationship, realtor and lender relationships, but I mean, if you want to go find a lender first, because your lender is a very crucial part of this, because they are the ones who are working with your loan that's getting you the money for your home. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure your lender can recommend you a realtor, but if not, I mean, you have that option to go out and go find your own realtor. Um, 
and you know realtors in certain areas um so they look at it you get pre-approved and you would take that pre-approval level to a realtor and like how it worked for me like i reached out to my my lender she told me i see you around this area about a month um money because like they're gonna ask you where you want to be at like for your monthly payment um and i would say in this market this market is really really crazy right now just be really honest about yourself or what you can afford you might be like you can afford fifteen hundred dollars in rent right now but understand you're not paying for a lot of things in that rent you're gonna get a fifteen hundred dollar home and you're gonna tackle on all these other you know things that you need to pay so you know if you're comfortable paying $1,500 in rent, I would say you need to be about $1,100, $1,200 in a mortgage. That's just what me, personally, that's just what I say, how the numbers should fall. But, you know, teach his own. Like I said, like, you get the home and, you know, it's going to motivate you to go hard and get more money. That's how I see it. I don't know how anyone can see it any different. You know, most people are like, it costs a lot of money. Yeah, it costs a lot of money, but you going to settle? And be stagnant all your life? What you gonna do? You know? Red or blue pill. <laughs> Pick your poison. So, yeah. So then you get you get all that. You work with your realtor. And then you guys go out and you look at properties. And uh, <laughs> from that point on, you know, it's up to you. Like, what do you want to look for? Like, when I first started looking, you know, I, I my budget was really, really low. And I was looking at condos. I wasn't even looking at single-family homes. And then I got to looking at these single-family homes. And I'm like, you know what? I was cheating myself to try to go with a condo. Because, um, like, a, a disclaimer for me, like, a condo, there isn't a much difference between a condo and a apartment besides ownership. That's the only difference. You call a condo a condo because it just gives you... It, con, the, the word condo implies ownership. Apartment doesn't. It implies rent. So that's the only real difference. At the end of the day, they are the same. I don't care what anyone says. You're in a building. <laughs> they are the same. And uh, when I was first, it was just me. So I was like, I just need a condo. But then I got to looking at homes and like I saw backyards. And then I'm like, you know what? I want that. So then I went to look at single family homes. And I mean, like you could find condos, single family homes around the same price. Like there are condos like 300K. You could probably find a single family home for cheaper. But it depends on where you're looking, too. Like, it all depends on where you're looking for. And that's going to really determine, like, your numbers and where you fall with all of that stuff and what you feel comfortable with. Um, So, you know, after you do all of that and you find a place. So, say you find a place that you want, um, you put in an offer on it. And after you put in an offer on it, and this market, and because it's super competitive, uh, more likely you're going to put in an offer and it's going to be 50 other people that put an offer also. So you cannot play it safe. Not today. You cannot. You cannot go in. You cannot give a low ball offer on no property. I would not say if you, if, okay, if you go to your property, you should tell actually to how many people have seen this property, how many offers have they had. That would be my first question if you see something that you like. He can then you know reach out to whoever and they can say, oh, fifteen people didn't put into offer. This many people didn't put into offer. Then from there, you should assess the situation um, about how much you love it. If you don't feel like it's worth more than asking, don't even waste your time. I mean, you can. I mean, you could. You still could. Like, get rid of to whatever you tell him to do, he's going to do. But I'm going to say, just be honest with yourself. Like me, there was this place that I saw and it was in Madison and um, it was like, it was weird. And, you know, like I had got tired of the this whole process so many times that I just didn't even care anymore. I just really just wanted to move. Um, but there was this place in Madison and, um, it was like, 
I thought it was like a home, but it was like they considered a condo because, you know, I didn't even know like it was a home behind me. I guess they're kind of like connected. So it was like three bedrooms, one bath. It was like un- like barely a thousand square feet. So, but it was like cool. It was decent, like a nice, everything was new, fully like, you know, you know, rehabbed. So I'm like, okay, I'm putting an offer. And it was like, what, 90, 90, 100K, something like that. So... The guy was like, we've had 15 offers already. And I'm like, not I'm not 15, probably like eight or nine. And I'm like, okay. So then I was talking to my realtor. He was like, you know, when I was talking to him, you know, he he never like forced my hand. He just let me do me. So then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to offer 100K. I'm like, if someone get it, they want it more than me. They need it more than me. And of course, I got outbid it. And when the I don't know what the person who got it bid on it for, but when they closed, it closed for ninety two thousand dollars. So, you know, there's a lot of moving. We're gonna get more into that later. Like, there's a, just a lot of moving parts. Like, you just don't know, and that's why I'm just not a fan of the whole process of the home buying thing. So you you put in your offer, and they take your offer, or you put in your offer, and they can come back and they can just like counter offer you. But in today's market, I don't think that most people would be counter offering you. I just think they're just gonna go whatever offer they have. Fifteen different offers. I just think they're gonna go with the best offer, um, or you know they they're not gonna take your offer at all. And understand you do. There are other things you can put in your offers besides any and up the cash like. Depending on what you want to go and you want to offer them, this is a contract. Talk to your realtor because they should know and they can they can educate you more on the terms and the other different things that you can put. Like you can offer that the people can stay in the home a little bit longer. Um, you can tell them you can put in like a gap clause, something like that. I think it's called. Whereas it's like, um, oh, it's like an escalating clause. Whereas you know I'm gonna offer so much money up into this. So what that basically means is just like if a person comes in, like okay, you initially offered a hundred and thirty thousand on a hundred and twenty thousand dollar house. Someone came in at a hundred and forty, but you put that escalating clause in, which is kind of just like basically saying like I'm gonna offer so much money up into a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So that means anybody that come in over that one thirty, one forty, one fifty, one forty five, you're knocking them out because you put that clause in there to you know hold that spot basically. But you know if you was not to put that clause in there, you were just like I'm gonna offer one thirty, and they came in offering one forty five, and their offer was more appealing. They went their offer, then you would just just be taken off the table, and it's just gonna be what it is. Um, also, you can put other things in, you know. You know other things in there like like today's market you might can't get closing costs like i just doubt that many people are giving closing costs in today's market so you can ask like everything you do you can ask for but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get it you know, like i want three percent i want two percent which means you need to come up with more money that's all that means initially closing costs is usually between five and seven percent of the overall price and you know down payment um of your place is between three to twenty percent of the place, depending on the type of loan. Which again, I'll talk about that the numbers more later. Um, so yeah, so that's completely up to you. And you know you could like I said work with your realtor to make a appealing offer if you really love this place. So then you put in, so say you put in your offer and you actually get this place. So then you guys go on a contract and then, you know, initially the first week of being on a contract, you need to get an inspection. You have the right to waive an inspection, but I would not recommend anyone to waive an inspection of their home because after you sign them papers, those are your home. That's your home. Those are your home. That's your home. And if anything is wrong with it, 
the seller's not going to fix it anymore. You are obligated to fix it if you want to, if you, if you can. If you can't, it's just going to be sitting down. So, <laughs> it's completely up to you. Um, so, yeah. Um, inspections are going to run you between about 300 to $500, I would say. My first inspection, because I went on a contract twice. My first inspection um, was for a 1,500-square-foot condo, two baths, two bathrooms. Um it was three twenty five. Then my second inspection was for the house that I have now, which is six hundred sixteen hundred square feet. It was four twenty five. So you know, somewhere around that way. And understand when you also first too when you go on the contract. I don't know if most people most do this, but you will have to give us earnest money. And earnest money ranges between like one to three percent, I believe, or maybe even more of the price. Um, math was just a bottom line. Just like okay. Um, we gone on the contract, give us the earnest money of this much, and I'll just give it. You have two days to give that earnest money. And the earnest money is just basically showing that you are, you know, you're, you're sure in. I just really, I just think it wants to show that you have cash available because, you know, you know, a quick turnaround. It's like they don't want to be going through this process and coming to find out you don't even have no money. So, you know, that needs to be done. So, okay, you do the inspection, and after you do your inspection, you brought up everything that you want. You know, you tell the people, like, okay, I need you to address this, this, and this. And again, in this market today, be considerate of everything around you. Me, personally, when it came to my inspections, I focused on everything that I wanted that was important to me. Anything electrical, anything that had to do with a wall being removed, anything costly, that's what I focused on. Anything petty, I didn't even trip about it. I'm like, okay, I can fix that. The light bulb, I can put that in. Stuff like that, I was like, I can do that. But anything else, I'll tuck it to them for them to fix and for them to acknowledge. And, um, like, the first time when I did it, when I went on the contract, the woman who was working with me, you know, I had two bathrooms, and the bathrooms needed to be rehabbed in this condo. A bathroom, like, if you're going to rehab a condo at the, like, the cheapest finishes, is going to be about five k for each bathroom. That's $10,000. One of the bathrooms, I was like, I'm going to wait. Later on down the line, I'm going to rehab it. But... You know, when we did the inspection, and it's why you need the inspection, come to find out, one of the walls, it was like, so we can like, it needs immediate attention. I, you know, I don't think this is going to last that long. So I put that in, you know, my, you know, inspection notes. And understand what you put in your inspection notes. Like, if you have, like, really big things, that's going to, you know, you know, delay your closing. Or, you know, going to take up, you know, time before closing. So I put that in my inspection she didn't want to do it. She was just like, uh, I had a friend. And, you know, and also that to just, you know, be stern about I want a professional. Because people would have all type of people come look at that shit. They had their uncles, you know, one of our handyman from down the street. I'm like, she was like, I had a friend look at it. It's okay for now. You know, the band that just was not good for me. I canceled the contract. And you do have that option. You can cancel the contract. Like, if not solely on the seller, under certain conditions. Make sure you read your contract. I read every single one of my contracts. Like, even if I didn't go on the contract, I read what I signed. And there are certain conditions that which you can cancel on. But make sure they're in there. Sometimes you might not have those conditions in there. And if you cancel the contract and you choose to walk away, you're going to lose your earnest money. That's the deal with that. Like, if... If you just happen to get cold feet and clothes and there's no real condition of why you're counseling, you will lose your earnest money. But 
if you have an inspection clause or whatever situation it may be, and you know it says like with you not have an inspection or whatever, 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 you can you know counsel your and you can counsel the contract under that clause, and then you can get your money back. But like I said, make sure you read the fine print on everything that you sign your name on. Um, so yeah, we did that, and so then after you have an inspection. Um, then you, you guys will go back and forth about that type of stuff, you know, work with each other usually, or, and then you, then you schedule an appraisal and your appraisal is going to run you between four to $500, I believe, maybe even more. I don't know, but it's about that much. So like, my first property that I went on a contract for, I never made it to the appraisal part. The second property, no, my home was over severely overpriced and I will say this, your appraisal, like, okay, and this is, again, why I don't like the whole process. Like, no matter what these people say, no matter these numbers, no matter what you fucking offer on these houses, if that appraisal come back and that appraisal is way lower than all of that, no, none of that matter. None of it. So you could, like, just just be, do your research about certain things. If you see a house and that house is a hundred and Ninety thousand dollars, and in the area, the average home is about one fifty, one forty, whatever, whatever under that price. You're more than likely put in a bid. You know, go crazy. Like I'm not. This might not be the best. You know, um, advice, but put a bid in. But understand, keep be mindful. I ain't gonna say go crazy. Be mindful because if it does come back and the bank say, "Oh, we're gonna appraise it for that much," you're gonna have to. That's gonna. That's you know the bank was gonna gonna pay that, and you're gonna have to pay that. So you know, just be mindful. But I will say, just do your research. And if it's a home, if it's severely overpriced in the area, more than likely it's not gonna appraise for what he wants. So he has it priced at two hundred k, and you offer two hundred and fifty. It's gonna come in, and it came in at about one ninety. The bank only paying him one ninety. Now, this can go one of two ways. Either the bank is going to tell you, we're not paying that. And they're going to tell him that and he's going to agree. Or they're going to tell him that and he's going to be like, well, I want you, as in you, the buyer, to pay the difference. Now, the house is appraised for 190 and um, you offered 250 and he had it at about 200 What that's about $60,000 difference that he's asking you to pay yeah i don't know maybe you have 60k laying around but i don't and i don't have it to give it to nobody so (laughs) that is a fuck no for me but you know you know different strokes for different folks it might not be and i'm just talking i don't see it being that drastic but in this market i can see that i can see that happening a couple of times but hopefully it won't um but yeah but more, but more than likely, like I said, like either they're going to pay it or they're not, and you're going to pay the difference. So either he's going to agree to it or he's not. And that can make your situation way more messy. That's what happened with my home. My house was, you know, he um had a list for way more than what it was worth, and I knew it. And when he asked for it, he, I, because going back a little bit, a little background on my, my home, I had put in an offer previously on my home, and I didn't get it. And so, like, I had, by the time, it was, like, December, I had gave it up. I was like, I'm done. You know, I'm going to just, like, I was looking at apartments at this point. I want to, like, an apartment, so I was like, whatever. I was looking at another state. Like, I'm like, something got to give. I've been, you know, been working on this for so long. I Something got to give. 
So, um, like, the day before New Year's Eve, I was driving home, and my relative was like, call him. And I called him. I'm like, what's up? And he was just like, man, the guy, you remember that house about the van? He want to go with you. I'm like, what? For real? And at this point, I didn't have anything to lose. So I'm just like, let's do it. You know, I didn't care. So I'm like, you know, write it up, draft it. And he sent it. And then the guy came back and he was like, he actually wants you to offer him 191. I think I offered like 180. So I'm like, whatever, do it. Cause I was like, I don't think the house is going to praise for that much. So I'm like, do it. So we did it. And like, sure enough, the appraisal came back way lower than what he expected. But I don't think, you know, like I said, your situation is going to be different. There's going to be things that's going to come out in these, you know, these transactions. My person had about five appraisers on his house. And I don't know why when he came back that the appraisal was low, that he was just like so shocked. And like for two weeks, it was dead silence on this whole transaction. Like I was over it. I'm just like, man, cancel this shit. I'm ready to move on with my life. Because, you know, you're in a limbo. Like, okay, you're under contract for a home. You know, there was other things that I wanted to do, focus on my business, put money into my business, but I can do that if I'm on the, you know, for a home, you need money <laughs> to buy a house. And then, like, it's irresponsible to go and just splurge all of my money and spend all of my money and then come through and then I end up getting this home. Even to use credit, understand, like, do not take on new lines of credits. Do not overspend on credit, you know. Do not do a lot to manipulate your, your credit score because if any of if that information changes too drastically in the system, you can mess up your whole transaction. So, you know, just be mindful of how you're moving. You should probably stick to cash, but do not overdo it with the cash. Don't go and spend all of the money that you had, you know, on staying for the house and then you can't cover your down payment. Like, just be super duper mindful of what you're doing. That That's all I'm going to say. Um... So, yeah, so that was my situation with this house. And I thought the guy wasn't going to go through with it, but he actually did. He was like, okay, we're going to do it. He wasn't happy. He was not happy. Like, man, he was really mad. But it is what it is. You can't, like, and it's kind of rather illegal to oversell you a home and to put you in a a bad, like, a bank is not, that's going to put you more than upside down. You're, like, the house is priced at 200k and it's not worth that you're like way in the hole you understand what i'm saying so you know after the appraisal you know then it's just kind of like a bunch of back and forth shuffling paper i mean you're going to be shuffling papers throughout the whole process like you know they're going to come back the underwriter and all of them like while all of this is going on the bank is looking through your information to approve you for your loan you need to get the clear to close that is the goal of this you need to get the clear to close on your house and clear the clothes is basically saying like it's all good you you clearly be funded and so you know there might be closing clauses like um i know with my place we had the thing another thing popped up was the ac um it was included like he mentioned it but you know when the house when it came time to to look at the house it it wasn't here like the ac unit wasn't wasn't installed and so that was in the appraisal that there was no AC unit. So he had to go put the AC unit in. That was a whole big thing. Like, he didn't want to put the AC unit in. Like, you know, you know, God was mad. I, I totally understand who he was coming from. So he didn't want to put the AC unit in. And, um, you know, that was one of the, you know, the clouds to close. Like, he had to enter the AC unit for us to close. I mean, you could, you're like, I said, it's your home. If you want a house without an AC unit, you can say that. But... You know, without you know the central air, but it's like five thousand, six thousand, seven thousand dollars for AC unit. So, 
you know, you're going to be buying a lot of things when you close on your home. If you want to dish out an extra five, seven, six thousand dollars, be my guest. So that was that. And then like after that, you know, it was kind of smooth selling. Like I had to give them a bunch of information and understand this. Please be mindful of how you're moving money, what you're doing with money. Don't go put in large deposits of cash in your account. Like you cannot do that. <laughs> if it's there before you start the process, yes. But while you're under the process, don't do that. You can kill your deal. Um, this is a very, you know, everything just needs to be accounted for. Every single thing. And, you know, some people's situations are more messy. My situation when it's messy, like you need two years of W-2s. I've been with my job for well over two years. Like I've had a steady income for quite some time now. Like everything just with me in my life has just been really consistent. And, you know, so it just looked really good on paper. And I understand like you go under this and, you know, they might ask you for more papers. The more papers they ask for, they might raise more questions. And that's just what it is. Just be super, super patient. That was something that I have to be because I'm just not disciplined for that. Because this process takes to close on a house, takes 30 to 45 days, which to me, I'm just like, that's crazy. To me, that is so crazy to me. But, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, it's so backwards. So, and you could, you can go through this whole process. You can pay for your inspection. You can pay for your appraisal. You can do all this negotiate. And then at the end, you don't get that clear to close. That means your financing fell through. And that house goes back on the market. And I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know how that works on the end of the person who wants to buy it. I do not know. But that's why I just feel like the whole home buying process is really kind of silly. But that's just me. What do you do in, you know, in this world? <laughs> but yeah, so like, that's just like a clips over, you know, clips, a quick, you know, general overview of how this works. And, you know, like I said, everybody's situation is going to be different. Um, But for, like, people, you know, they a lot of people think they cannot even buy. So when it comes down to the logistics and the numbers, yes, you do need money. It costs money to play. But you don't need as much as you might think you need. You don't need 20% down, especially if you're a first-time home buyer. Um, when you talk to your lender, ask them about grants. You can put down as low as 3 to 5% on a home with FHA and conventional loans. So please talk to your, you know... Whoever, some lenders can do them or some lenders just aren't willing to do it. And if you really want that down payment assistance, you should just find another lender instead of trying to work with them. But if you have the money, you can do it. Like you can get down payment assistance up to, assistance up to $6,000. And I think Joe Biden is um working on like, a you know, some, I think 15K for first time home buyers, which I feel like, uh, you know, most people when they buy their first homes, homes is something small. I think 15K is more than enough to cover you know, your closing costs and everything. I believe all together, like, I don't know, like for my closing costs and my down payment, I think about eight, I'm going to say about $8,000 altogether, probably about eight ten thousand $10,000. So I feel like fifteen k is like way more, more than you might need. You might end up getting a check back, which is, you know, great, which you're going to need when you, you know, hook up everything in your house. So, you know, that's that. So I just, you know, really wanted to like, come and just like spread that and let everybody know i feel like i kind of rushed through that i don't know if i missed any points because when i i don't even know how many times i recorded this i just feel like i was just like so many i was just going really more in depth into my situation which my situation has so many turns and bumps and bump bump but i'm just super duper proud that i had the discipline to do it because it was so many times i just wanted to say fuck this i am done like, I just gave up so many times. I was just going crazy. But on the day when I got them keys and I was driving home, 
I to my new house when I got them keys and I was driving. I just like I was laughing uncontrollably. Like I got, I did it. I made this happen. Like I was just super duper fucking proud of me. I am very proud of me that I, you know, I did that. And if you that's something you want, I would say do it. Just have the patience. Like in today's market, but anything is possible. And just work with a winning team. Like I said, your team is very crucial to you winning. Make sure they have your best interests and your family's interests at heart. You know? Yeah, so then... Yeah, so... I don't really know what else I could touch on. Let me see. I'm just looking over my notes and see if I like missed out on anything. Which I kind of really don't think I did. You know, like I said, you do have the options of down payment assistance. So reach out to those people to get those. Um, take a, um, a home buying class, but understand all the information is on the Internet. It is free for you. If now, because I know a lot of people when they bought a home, they don't seem to know what they're getting into. And I guess a lot of people have tried to return their home. Like they went and been like, I don't we didn't know what we was getting into. And they tried to give the house back. And um, oh, excuse me. So. Um, they might, whoever you work with might have you take a home buying class. So I, you know, it's really simple. It's going to tell you the ins and outs. It's going to tell you, walk you through the process and a quick overview, everything like that. Um, but if you are interested and you don't know where to start with, as far as realtor lenders, you can reach out to me. I can like recommend you my people. Kathy McGinnis was my lender. She was great. She was wonderful. She's very transparent. I loved her. Um, Eric Rayburn, um, realtors, he was great. He was wonderful. I can let you guys know him. He recommended me to my lawyer who is Christopher and he was great. Like when you work with a great team, then they can recommend you to people. But my mom also like, she bought a house not too long ago. So I kind of just went with her people. She loved to work with them and I love to work with them. So if you guys just need that starting point, or if you have any questions, any in-depth questions, any more questions, I'm here to help and, you know, Whatever it may be. I just want to help people, you know, because it's not as hard as people may think. It's really not. It's just not. You just have to have your shit together. That's it. Like, not to downplay it like, okay, yeah, it, yes, it costs money, but you just really, most importantly, need to have your shit together because everybody got money right now, right? <laughs> but yeah, so if there is nothing else, I think that is everything that I needed to cover today or everything that I was wishing to cover. I'm sounding like a teacher. Um, I think that's kind of like it. So since now, you know, a weight has been lifted off my shoulder, you know, I plan to be more consistent with everything else going on in my life, my brand, you know, my business, you know, my podcast. So you guys can expect to see more of this, more traveling, more life, more free, period, point blank. And so, and that is it and that is all. So I wish you guys a great day. Um, hopefully we get sunshine soon. I can't complain. It's not like super cold, but... You know, I, I like the sun. So, so everyone have a great day and talk to you guys soon. Bye.